Good morning. It's, um, I think it's just barely eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. Um, I've been awake for hours. I think I woke up sometime right around five in the morning after falling asleep at my usual after one thirty, two in the morning and, um, was excited. Libby had a house full of friends. Um, and it, it was just, it made me so happy to have the farm filled up again and to hear laughter and joy and um, to have the farm feel like a home again after a couple years of it seemingly trying to make its way forward drudgingly at times. And um, it just, it made me smile. Um, Oddly enough, it came at a time um, this week, I kind of had an epiphany um, I've been trying so hard and I, and I'm almost in tears right now. Um, but smiling at the same time, uh, since, you know, September, it will be two years that, uh, my ex-husband walked through the door on his way out. And I knew in that moment it was done. And it's been this time kind of sorting that out and ending up alone yet again. And I, and I of course, take full responsibility for the part I played. Um, but this, this farm was, uh, it was a dream, you know. When we first pulled in the driveway and came down in the car, like it was, I had hit the lottery. I had been driving by this farm for decades. Um, first with my friend Missy, who lived across the street from me in the kids' childhood home in South Berwick. Um, we would just hop in the car, put the kids in the car seats in the back, Jake and Anna. And we would just drive and talk and talk and laugh. And she would she would always drive by this farm and she would just say, oh, how I love this farm. And the first time she showed it to me, I remember thinking, how did I not know this was here? In all the years that I've lived in South Berwick, in in Southern Maine, how did I not know this house was here and felt an immediate pull to it? Like it's it's almost undescribable. But at that time, uh, it was even before I started uh, the Little Hat Company, Um, I had, you know, the last job that I had had was director of business development for technology startup, um, was pregnant with Anna and the company went out of business and I, and I got a huge severance package and thankful I got to travel all around the country. But at that point, the decision was made that I would become a stay at home mom. And I, and I went from having huge financial freedoms to being kept, being taken care of with a small allowance. Um, So at the time that I saw the house, like I never imagined that I would ever get to the point or place that I would be able to, number one, even afford it, or uh, I'll say even be worthy of living there. Um, So it's been in many ways a dream come true. And also, um, I've experienced some of my greatest heartbreak here 
in not only what's happened, but the person I became was not the best version of myself. And for that, I'm, I have a lot of remorse and thoughts about who, who I want to be forever moving forward as a person. Um, so very unexpectedly this week, I decided and made a big decision that it's time. You know, this past almost two years of finding a way to support and manage the farm without a man by my side, without someone to lean on or, you know, be there when I have to figure out something financially. Um, it was almost like I had to prove that I could do that that I could hold on to this farm by myself and find unique ways to create revenue to offset the mortgage and the utilities. Um, it became, it became a quest of sorts. And you know, this past week I just realized it was a quest. It's a beautiful farm, a dream come true. It's just no longer my dream. And it's no longer a place that people gather to love and to connect and to celebrate and to be joyful. It's become a place of quiet respite and a place to heal and a place, honestly, that has given me space to figure out who, who I am and also who I need to become to accomplish the things that I want, the things that speak to me. And, um, you know, with my kids, I've always kind of joked that I just want to end up in a, co a cozy little cottage by the sea. And I think all along, even when I was married, I always knew that it would just, it would end up being just me. And you know, my my dream of living happily ever after in that fairy tale, this one that loved me as much as I loved them, is just not my story to be had. And um it's okay. And I think that it's giving me the gift of being able to find a way forward to truly understand who I am and to finally realize that without someone else in my life that I am worthy of love that not only worthy deserving and it's imperative that before I can even consider someone else that I need to get to that place that I love myself first. And I put my needs first. And I don't get absorbed into someone else's storyline and start to become who they need or who they want me to be. Because I I know I know what happens at the end of that story. And um it's a part I've played many times and
starting to feel a little bit like insanity, doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm selling the farm. Um, I reached out to my ex-husband, um, got a quick response back. We reached out to a friend that's a realtor. She's actually coming this afternoon um, to look at the property. And, you know, it's scary. I don't, I don't know where I'll end up. Um, Libby obviously has a beautiful home with her dad in South Berwick. So that gives me some freedom to look in surrounding towns. Um, she has her driver's license. But um, it's scary. It's not a renter's or buyer's market right now. But at the same time, it being a seller's market provides a way for my ex-husband and I to maybe just earn back a little of what we lost in not being able to make it work together. Um, I think I know now that letting go of this farm that I love is just as important as letting go of the people in my life that I've loved and truly felt a connection with. And to know that each of those relationships were a beautiful thing in their own way. And it wasn't about a love lost. It's about each time a love found. And even just recently, you know, I was involved for a very short period with someone that um, I think honestly, truly taught me some of the biggest lessons of my life and I think that um, from that I realize it's a love that needs to be celebrated but also let go and to to acknowledge something as a gift and not as a tragedy when again you have that epiphany or that that parting moment where suddenly everything is, you wake up and suddenly everything is just different. It's run its course. And because of what you've just experienced, both people are reluctant to say it out loud. They are reluctant to acknowledge what's happened because the last thing after experiencing something so magical you want to do is to hurt the person you created that magic with. But when something's done, it's done. And I think my lesson is to honor that and to not allow it to sink me like it has in the past, to cherish it, to be grateful, and to say thank you. And to know that whenever there's love, it's never bad. It's only, it's only healing and growth and expansion and opening a new way of looking at life 
and moving through life and being willing to be the best person that you can be and to be open to the wondrous things that can come your way if you if you lead with an open heart and somehow even after losing someone you love to keep your guard down to not let it wallop against and around your heart for fear of loss again I think that's what I've learned and I think I'm so very thankful um, you know I, I brewed a pot of coffee and came downstairs and was thinking this this I'm ready this is this is the time that I'm going to talk about my dad's suicide and how it's affected me and but you know what I think that um, doing uh, the, the recent podcast venture that I've done um, in an odd way without even knowing it I've um, grown past the early the early trauma of my childhood and know that I also need to say goodbye to that and to finally let it go and it can no longer consume me or define me or be who I am I know that it has served me in some very unexpected ways and I hope through my sharing it has helped others know that they were never alone. I think that that's the goal for all of us to know, even when we don't have that affirming, sweet love next to us each day, we're still not alone. And that there's somehow some really good stuff in being alone and allowing yourself the space to create and manifest your own dreams and to realize your own purpose for being a part of this crazy planet and living on Earth and being born where we're born, into the families we're born, with the dreams that we're given the seeds that have been planted in us. And I think it's when we're truly alone and we're tested to see if we can dig down deep and find the resolve that resides within each of us to move forward even when life stings and your heart hurts. It's finding a way forward that matters most. Um, I had, um, I had come downstairs wanting to do the podcast about my dad, and I started thinking about a friend that I met when she was in high school, and she lives in York, and, um, she's a spitfire, she's ferocious, she has a truck driver's mouth, but she has a fire within her that will not diminish 
And for some, some odd reason, or maybe not, we have stuck it out over these decades, and we are an unlikely duo. Uh, we are night and day, but there is a connection that, um, that ties us together like no other. And once a year, um, or sometimes less, less than that, I'll go, I'll go visit her. She's an energy healer and a Chandler. And I watched her develop into her gifts over the years when she first realized she had a gift to the point where she began practicing and developing a clientele and becoming sought after. I've, I've sat back quietly through all of it. And it seems, it seems to be. Ruby, 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 sit down, love. Sit down. Sorry, Ruby's here today. Peppering all the love. I just want to say that um, Ruby, sit. Go lay down. Go lay down. That's enough. Good girl. Um, last, last January, um, I I was alone. I um, had ended. A quick relationship with a friend <laughs> that became intimate. Um, it kind of put me in a weird space. Um, but I went to her, and I wanted uh, I wanted a fresh start, and I wanted her to tell me everything was going to be okay, and that I was going to find the one who was going to be my happily ever after. And I wanted to know that more than ever. I wanted. God or whatever spirit was in the room at the time to whisper in a ear and say, he's coming and he's right around the corner. And I, and I, and I told her that and she gave me the biggest smirk and she goes, Oh, she goes, you're not even close. She said, there's someone, but you're not even close to that person. It's going to be a few years. You have some growing to do. And um, I remember, like, <laughs> I remember sinking into the chair across from her thinking, oh, fuck, I'm so tired and I'm so ready to be done doing the work and just wanting to fall into a relationship with someone that got me, that I got them, they were open to receiving and giving love. And we could be partners. And I just was all about that and thinking that was all I needed. Just like my whole entire adult life. That was my solution to being. And at that time, life is so funny. There was someone that um, had dropped from the sky out of nowhere and just started showing up on all my social media feeds. And I was just like, who is this? And there was an instant knowing that there was a connection, and I can't explain it. There was just, there was something in the unknown that seemed so familiar and so safe and welcoming and inviting. And honestly, um, 
attractive beyond measure. I can't even tell you. But I, but I sat back. I said, no, I need to do this different. I need to stay in my own space. Anna had said, you need to stay within. Go within for love, mom. You need to find it within yourself. And, and I listened to her words. And I was all about doing that. And this person just kept filling up my feed with their, with their face. <laughs> that was so, for some reason, so incredibly attractive to me. And it made me wonder, maybe, maybe just this one last time there is someone for me. So I was in my friend's office, and she's telling me, you've, you've got some time. Just take a deep breath and relax because he's not, he's not coming anytime soon. And I, and I said to her, and I think because we were friends before she became a psychic and healer, we have a kind of a unique relationship. And, and I can be intuitive. I, my whole life I've received messages um, and have a knowing of spirits or energy present. And, I've, and I see auras and I've seen things move and I've done channel writing. It's almost like this part of me that exists in this faraway place that I only, well, until now, only a couple people know about. And I said to I said to my friend, I said, nope, I think you're wrong on this one. I said, um, someone's shown up and there's an incredible connection. I've never even spoken to them or even messaged with them or connected on any any way other than just simply know that they're present. And she nodded and she and she said who it was. She didn't say their name, but she said where they where they lived and what they do for a profession. And she smiled. She goes, (laughs) she was like a bratty little sister. She goes, don't go there. She goes, I know you're going to go there, but I'm going to tell you it's going to end up breaking your heart. And she goes, really what you're meant to do is to, she goes, you're going to be asked to channel a message and a knowing to let them know that everything is okay and is the way that it's supposed to be. And I looked at her and I, and I remember shaking my head and I said, absolutely not. I am not going to do that for anyone or anybody. And, I, and she goes, I'm just telling you that that's what this is about and it will happen. And I kind of shrugged her off and I said, oh God. I have the weirdest life ever. And um, we talked about other things. And we always talked about our history together um, and our personal lives. And then it's funny, sometimes she'll do energy work for me. And then sometimes I'll do some for her. More so just through affirmations and, and channeling things that she needs to hear at the time. Um, so yeah, I came downstairs and I called her this morning and I said, I said, I fucking hate it when you're right. And I said, but I love you so much and I honor your gift and I'm calling to let you know you were right about everything. And and she started swearing and she's like, 
you're going to have to give me more than that because I don't remember what I said to you. And I think I said five words to her and she remembered everything like it was yesterday. And she said, she goes, nothing's bad about what's happened. And she goes, she goes, it's almost the most loving thing that I've ever seen or experienced. And I had asked her, I said, you know, I'm getting this mess- these messages from someone that's passed and being asked to share them. And I said, it's, it's not scaring me, but it's making me question my sanity. And for the first time, channeling someone that I know actually who they are, who they were when they were alive. It's, um, it's a different experience for me. And, um, I can recognize it for what it is and know that it's not coming from me. But I said to her, I said, you need to help me out because I feel like you planted the seed. And that's why this is happening. And in the moment I said that to her, I knew it wasn't true. And she just said to me in the most loving way, she goes, all of this was meant to happen and play out exactly as it has. And, and as it's ending now, you both need to just honor the experience and the gifts that it brought both of you. And I knew, I knew when she said that, that she was 100% right. And I'm incredibly thankful. And that, um, I asked her, I said, I feel like I just want to wall up and cocoon myself and shut my heart down. And I said, I want to block him on social media. And, um, she said, that's the last thing you should do because moving forward, this has been to teach you to lead with an open heart and to let love in. And that's what you've done. And that's what you need to continue to do. But this time, it really has to be about letting love in for yourself. And knowing that you can be unconditionally loved without having someone beside you in bed. (laughs) And I think... um, what an amazing idea that is, that that's possible and something we should all strive for and something we all should know that we are worthy of and deserve. Um, yeah, so now that um, I've shared, ironically, more than I've ever shared in my life, not through writing, but through um this podcast called Her Story Sitting Here Alone, not with a co-host. Um, and that's not true. Ruby, my faithful companion, is here with me. Um, and I'm thankful for that. So, um, once again, I'm ready to embark on a new adventure, um, start a new chapter, Um, If anyone wants a beautiful farm in South Berwick on, I thought it was seven acres. Libby informed me this year it was (laughs) 6.1. She's such a smarty pants. 
It's a beautiful place. Um, it's very magical. Um, it's unique and eclectic and has a soul of its own that's not for everybody for sure. And I think about the parties and the celebrations, the weddings and the Halloween parties where hundreds of people would gather and just be joyful. And how Kyle and I would hang sheets up on the barn and do summer movies. And everyone would bring their quilts and their lawn chairs. And we'd just have a ton of food. And the way that everyone set up on the hill so that it was stadium seating at the barn. I, it's like, it's just the most magical place I could have ever imagined to be. But it's time to let it go. And to know that it's, it's for someone else now. So, also, I just want to do a shameless plug. I'm going to have to find a new place to live. And, you know, as I told the children, and I was nervous to tell them, I was worried that they would think I had failed. Once again. And instead, like they always do, they surprised me in the very best way. They responded with support and love and joy and excitement and belief that something even better is around the corner for us as a family. A family of four. But with that said, you know, I'm holding out that, you know what, maybe I'll be able to find that cozy cottage by the sea for Libby and I and Ruby. And oh my gosh, I forgot about the cats. Um, and even in this crazy tight market, I know that just the right place will come about and be offered to us. And it's all going to work out. And I finally will have um, the mental space and clarity of mind to really attack my purpose in life and to manifest my dreams. Uh, for those of you that have watched me over the years and watched the things I've done and the things I've been able to create and make happen, that's when I was under duress and honestly half the time depressed and running scared. So now watch out because... I have some big ideas that I'm, I'm working on and I have an open heart and the time and the space to attack them and to make the very best things happen. And um, of course, there'll be more writing. Um, my friend, the psychic said, let's do a pod. She's like, I want to be on your podcast. And... Um, you know, when I did the last podcast with my co-host, he had said, let's do energy next. And then I was talking to my friend and she goes, oh my God, you and I could spin on energy. 
And I said, yeah, we could. And everyone would think we were totally crazy. Um, so, hey, thank you. Thank you for giving me this, this opportunity to share and to um, feel safe enough to, to tell the world that um, I'm done being lonely and scared and feeling worthless. And I'm, I'm all about love. And right now, that's going to be finding that love within inside myself, for myself. And watching it spill out to my children. And, you know, maybe one day there'll be someone that can be that partner that I've always dreamed of. But you know what? It's okay if, it's okay if that doesn't happen. I finally get that and realize that. And it's okay. Um, I'm going to keep writing every day. I'm going to wonder where this podcasting is going to go. I'm going to keep myself open to it. Um, and I'm going to just for once allow life to unfold because I think it can do a far better job than I can trying to control it. So, um, this is me letting go. This is me knowing attachment to anything, any place, anyone is never where you really want to be. And the things and the places and the people that are meant for you will be there until they're not. And that's okay. I hope that all of you that are in Southern Maine today are able to get out there and enjoy this beautiful summer weather that we are blessed with. It is a gift and I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful for you. Have a wonderful weekend.